0: Welcome to Two Sisters Podcast with your hosts, Christy and Melissa, who are real sisters bringing you real talk about life and faith through humor, insight, and community. Now let's get into this week's episode. What's up, guys? It's your host, Melissa.
1: And Christy. And
0: welcome to Two Sisters Podcast.
1: Today, we're going to discuss the concept of, am I enough? Let's talk about this. Am I enough? So, as women, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. When do we first start to get this idea or notion in our head that we either are or aren't enough?
0: I would say pretty much when you first step out on the playground when you in uh, preschool.
1: Preschool like <laughs> three, four year olds.
0: Yeah. Okay. I, I feel like you start to okay, I'm being facetious, but what I'm saying is you start to realize the differences between you and another girl and then who the boys are playing with. I think that start to really like it's like a the start of. And then by the time you get in kindergarten I actually do. By the time you're five years old, you do know yeah. the difference. I know I did.
1: Yeah, I mean, I agree. I, I have some whatever of a background in education. So, you know, I saw it. And I think you're right spot on. You know, the first age group that you said, three and four year olds, mm-hmm. um, they notice differences. So, and what I'm talking about is we'll just do, do like surface level for right now. So, like, if I have on, you know, some fly clothes mm, mm-hmm. and my clothes are shiny and brand new. wait
0: do they say fly still?
1: Well, that's what are we gonna do <laughs> right I'm not gonna try not i'm gonna whatever comes out of my mouth okay to describe what I'm talking about right now is fly Okay, I got on fly gear as a three year old so if you know one three year old four year old has you know brand new Kicks, brand new sneakers, Mm -hmm. their hat's new or their shoes is new. You know, the girls have purses and jackets and all kinds of stuff. (laughs) Little fake lip gloss in their little purse and, you know, all kinds of. Pretty Boratts you know hair freshly did breezed up scalp you know but then you might have another girl or boy that don't have the new stuff right right mm-hmm. especially when school first starts mm-hmm. like they got the scuffed up sneakers they have the you know their pants might be dirty or right ripped or mm-hmm. you know definitely no name brands they ain't right. coming with the jordans and whoever else yeah um Brand names, and unfortunately, three and four year olds and four year olds they know, yeah, what a Nike is, they know what an Air Jordan is. You know, if they have been conditioned and socialized in that way at home, then it is what it is. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I do agree with you. Am I enough? Or you start noticing she has on something different than me, or he has on something different than me, or he has brand new notebooks. I mean, it can be very simple. It
0: is, yeah, I mean, at that, that age, he has brand new
1: book bag, and I got a plastic bag from the grocery store, like yeah, to get to bring my extra clothes in, and you know, at school. So, yeah, it, it starts very very early, and I don't think that we realize that as adults, maybe, either as aunties or mothers and fathers, we're we don't really think about. A three to four year old experience in school. You True. Know what I mean? Yeah, it's not really on our radar per se, until we have encounters. You know, with the little ones in our family, something has happened. You know that they've been something picked like picked what? on, oh, okay. or a note's been sent home from a teacher, or mm-hmm. you don't really think about a three year, three and four year old in the trenches, but sometimes, <laughs> mm-hmm. unfortunately, they are. You know.
0: Yeah. So would you say that the, the differences that we start to notice when we're younger um, as little kids, like comparisons. So what's the difference? Comparisons, peer pressure, leading to bullying. You know what I mean? Like, I know that all of that stuff like, start to add up and, and add up to you feeling not enough especially when you've been bullied and peer pressured. Um, But what do you think the... um, When it becomes different from saying or noticing those differences and then comparison, do you think that's like a segue?
1: Oh, I see what you're saying. So you're saying you notice those differences young, Mm -hmm. but then you actually start comparing. You don't really... That then you get older. Kindergarten, first, second right. grade. Mm-hmm. Elementary school is where, you know, it really goes down. when You really start to notice. Yep. Because kids become more verbal <clears throat> and more cruel.
0: I feel like they're verbal at three and four.
1: Yeah, but, you know, they can articulate it better mm-hmm. as they get older. And the differences are more pronounced, per se. Mm-hmm. Because by the time you get to, you know, your actual grade levels, then this school starts to separate you and your intelligence. Yeah. And then that's a, another layer um, as well. Like, as far as reading comprehension, math comprehension, mm-hmm. things of that nature. Um, so we're really sticking to this, educa- <laughs> to this education one. But, you know, so yeah, you know, it, socially, right, mm-hmm. it starts to manifest um bigger, you know, on a playground, if you have multiple grades playing together, mm-hmm. as opposed to just one class, then you're going to have certain, you know, then the, the social groups start, <laughs> you know what I mean, as you progress in high school, and you get to fourth, and I mean high school, uh, elementary to middle school, fourth, fifth grade, sixth sixth grade, seventh grade, eighth grade, mm-hmm. and then on and on and on, and then that's when you start to separate athletic you know from the, the popular numbers, kids right yeah. and then you get the popularity and mm-hmm. and it's all based on probably the foundation of that 3 4 year old experience you know what i mean like the levels of separation as far as income and the things that jumped um kids are wearing the school materials that they have if it's not already provided for the school and this could be, you know, I'm specifically speaking to like a public school experience, mm-hmm. not necessarily a private school experience. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it, it kind of starts there and, and, go, and, and, and goes, goes, uh, it, it, it enhances and expands and becomes bigger. Now, so, you know, a student or a boy or a girl might have a conflict with what's happening in school. And then what's happening in home, right? Mm -hmm. So they might be experiencing these things at at school, but then it's so important to have that foundation at home as well because you have to combat what's going on in school. To your, You have to instill those you are enough, right? Mm -hmm. And if that's the little black girl with the little curly hair, Mm -hmm. like for you, right, Melissa, Mm -hmm. you got picked on, because
0: you didn't necessarily have kinky hair. Right. I did. You know
1: what I mean? I got picked
0: on, and, and I feel like there's a difference between being picked on and bullied mm-hmm. and all those different things, and that's what I was going to ask you. Um, You know, like I said, starting from three to four, going into grade school, going into middle school, then getting into high school, where it's really about popularity, and you really have your groups then, your nerds, or your, well, I won't, I did, hmm. intellectuals right and then um the athletes or the popular because i feel like popular sometimes wasn't yeah the the, the athletic the athletes uh, and jocks, right so and then you get into adulthood and so i wanted to ask you your opinion about you know i feel like some of the negative things can happen like jealousy envy um You know, yeah, low self-esteem and what we call thirsty today. Like, just being thirsty for attention and Mm -hmm. then not knowing when someone... Like, the difference between someone just paying a compliment versus Mm -hmm. giving that attention in that type of way. Like, they don't want you they just being nice. Like, you know what I mean? I feel like right now, in this day and age, it's like women can't tell the difference. So, I just wanted to see what your opinion was about that. Like, do you think those things... Um, help to manifest those different types of traits, character, like jealousy, um, just being envious, like you know what I mean. And um,
1: so, if you are basically conditioned in school or in life, you know, you start at three, four, mm-hmm. throw you, you know, you get thrown into social environments for you know years and years and years till you graduate. And then you are an adult woman. Mm -hmm. And so what you're saying is, are those deficits that were created in your adolescent Mm -hmm. um, time, if they're not properly taken care of, can they then turn into jealousy and envy and thirst? Correct. Because you are needing something that you kind of never really got or never was fulfilled
0: for you. Or you just never you never, you never identify exactly mm-hmm. and
1: and being at home,
0: let's just say, like you said, I do believe the number one thing is the foundation, which would be the home. So if your home isn't like on solid ground, mm-hmm. and you seeing that kind of toxicity, or you you not seeing your mom healthy habits of showing like high self esteem mm-hmm. and. You know, or if she wasn't pouring into you as a young girl, mm-hmm. or it could be she was pouring into you mm-hmm. as a young girl, but when you got outside of the house, you you didn't know how to navigate your way. So, yeah, what do you think about that?
1: I need you to be a little clearer on your question.
0: Well, I asked you, like, do you think you already summed it up? Do you think that that all stems to women being? You know how they get to "I am not enough" or get the feeling that you know they're lacking in their self esteem because it's really about your belief in yourself. It's really about the confidence you have in yourself.
1: Yeah, like I mean, guys, this conversation can be like a ten part series, right? Because it's so nuanced, it's so unique. Every woman's experience is so different, Mm -hmm. and it could be totally possible for a girl a young girl to grow up to be a young lady and to be an adult uh, you know an adult and have that foundation necessary mm-hmm. either she had it instilled in her by a mother and father just a mother or there's a father mm-hmm. or she had a lack thereof and she instilled it in herself because it wasn't there she, she had to right, right? Mm-hmm. but then in life you know you're you're constantly bombarded with the possibility that you are not enough. So even if yeah. you think you are, right? Yeah. If you think you are it, right? If <laughs> you think you're the shiznick, right? Another 1990, early 2000 term. Right. <laughs> like, blah. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, if you think you're it, right? You The best thing is smoking. Constantly, you are being bombarded with, you might be bombarded with messages that you are not. From media, from music, um, from—I mean, really, the music. uh, Career, you know, job-wise, like. Mm -hmm. So, ultimately, when a woman faces challenges of, you know, she's being her sense of self is being attacked. Yeah. She has to, at some point in her life, set herself down. Right. Mm-hmm. And normally, oftentimes it comes with a faith walk. Right. If you have faith and you have a relationship with God and you believe in a God, like most times that centers you so that you can really learn who you are and start from there. Some people don't have a faith and kind of build their self up. But all adults. At some point in their life, especially, you know, we're women, so we can speak to women. You have to be real with yourself and kind of have that conversation of your strengths and your weaknesses, right? So, like on a job interview, <laughs> what do they ask you? Right? Mm-hmm. What are your strengths, mm-hmm. Melissa, what, are you, what are what what is um, your weaknesses? Well, they don't really word like that anymore. Mm-hmm. What can you work on? Right? What are your, what are your challenges? challenges? What are
0: your challenges? Right? Mm-hmm. So you How do you to, use it to your advantage? So
1: you have to be real with yourself as an adult and be like, okay, listen. I am so good with makeup. Mm-hmm. I am so good with styling myself. I'm, 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 I know I can put a great outfit together.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Or I am extremely good at numbers. I can add this up. With no problem, multiply, divide, subtract. I am, you know, I love my thighs. I ran track in, in, in high school and they, I still got them. Like, you Child. know, I was afraid of hurdles. Yeah. Or, you know, my hair is healthy and, and, and whatever. Like, you have, so you have those external things that you kind of look to, like, you kind of know, you know, you just have this type of appeal. You're confident in your physical appearance to, you know, certain things. You have favorite things on your body, and you have certain things that you're like, "eh, I can improve on that." But what we're really getting to is the question of "I am enough" mm-hmm. has to be a look inside. Yes, because yes, if it's only outside and if it's only external, then anybody can tell you down. Like depending on literally the year. <laughs> you might not be in style. <laughs> you know what, I mean? what do you the, mean? Depending by on it? the fads, oh. if you just look to your external outsides, like oh, you know, I have big brown eyes. Well, big brown eyes might not be in hmm. in the year, you know, twenty twenty two. But right. they're in in twenty twenty. Right. You know what I mean. Um... Thick thighs might be in in 1999, but they might not be in in 2023.
0: Yeah, thick thighs are saving lives. Up you know what until I mean? That
1: might not be a thing. That might, <laughs> that might not be a thing. Or you know, glasses might be, you know, the trend. And oh my gosh, you know, it's you look so intelligent because you have glasses. Blah blah, blah. like. Short hair might be in long hair might be in wavy hair might be in curly hair might be in pretty toes might be in be in
0: or pretty know, toes should always be in It
1: should be you know it okay. should be but maybe not like you just don't you you don't have any control like the average person doesn't have control over trends. So
0: that's a woman subject.
1: has to look inside herself
0: okay how does for she- her
1: character her um, her character? Okay. And her value. So, what does that look like? Yeah, what does that look? That like? looks like. Am I kind? Okay, character. Okay. Am I dependable? Mhm. Am I a good friend? Right. Mhm. Um. It could be, you know, I, I have talent. I have. I feel like I'm a good writer. You know. Inside, I know I'm a good writer.
0: So, belief life, in yourself.
1: Belief in yourself. Mm-hmm. And then trust in that. And I'm really holding on to that. And you really have to dig your heels in. You know what I mean? And this happens in different at different ages. Yeah. At different points. You know, some have it in their 20s. where they're super secure. Some have it in their 50s or 60s. And so, a 25-year-old can be just as, as secure as a 50-year-old. Women, you know, we go through it at different points in time. I mm-hmm. mean, I can say I, I went through, I am enough at, you know, in college, early 20s.
0: And
1: mm. I went through it again, late thirty late 20s. Like, you know what? I had no idea who I was at, <laughs> at 21. I just knew I knew who I was. But at 28 and 29, I'm up here like, yes, I re- I'm really secure. So, you know, yeah, we go through it. But I am enough, guys. <sighs> this question is so important to get to the point where. Mm-hmm. You do feel like you are enough. Like you gotta have that foundation in your soul, like anchored.
0: Foundation in your soul. Yeah. Yeah. The
1: foundation in your soul, because if it's not anchored, then anybody can sway you hmm. to tell you and convince you that you're not enough, and and all kinds of problems come into play, right? Yeah. We. What is the consequence of that? My gosh.
0: Of you been swayed to the left or to the right?
1: Right. That means that means you'll end up at a job that you hate for longer than necessary. You know what I mean? Like everybody takes jobs that, you know, are necessary in life, but then if you don't know that you are enough, mm-hmm. it it creates ripple effects in most aspects of your life.
0: Almost every area. Almost every
1: every, you know, career, um, family, whether you're, whether you're doing too much for family members, they keep asking you to do stuff. and
0: this is for anybody. Even at work you're doing it. Even
1: at work. At you know, church you're doing it. At, you, oh my gosh, it's called burnout. Listen. You get you know, burned away. Relationships. Right? Yes. You're, it's a continuous strive to please other people or exactly. to sway with whatever the trend is or for somebody else to be able to walk into your life and tell you what you are and what you are not. Right? Yeah. And based on how anchored you are in your soul... That you do or do not know that you are enough. It's how you're going to kind of be like a leaf in the wind or that tree planted.
0: And so your will, mind, and emotions. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I like that. So to please others, what are some other effects?
1: Other effects?
0: Mm-hmm like pleasing others. That's a good one. I call it, um, living out other people narratives because I feel like, and again, I I tend to get more on the deeper side because you know me, I'm just me, but, um, like that three to four, I feel like it's, it starts right there. And then once you get to become an adult, you don't even realize how much left you went because you're listening to Everybody else. So you're trying to please your parents at home. You're trying to please your coaches at school. Or you're trying to please this teacher you, you know, have high regard for at school. Trying to get good grades. It's never about you. Is my point. And so by the time you get to live your so-called, life... you even went to college for every any somebody else. It wasn't something you wanted to do. So you get into this whole career of whatever, and it's not even what you like to do. It's not even. It's nothing. And and, 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 and with that, you done got married. You done had children. You know what I'm saying? Life never stops. So you're just rolling, just rolling, 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 rolling. So for me, I call that narrative because you literally are living out other people's blueprints instead of the one you have, you know? Um, so yeah, I just really encourage people to go with what's written in their hearts. Listen to your intuition and follow it even even in fear um even in fear and yes we're we're not saying we're not saying I'm not saying that you can't take advice you can't take constructive criticism but what i am saying is that you have to literally like she said be anchored in the things that you know that you Um, Should do for yourself to make yourself your keep your self esteem high and believe that you are enough in whatever situation and whatever life throws at you, even when we fall. You know, the purpose is to get back up, it's not to sit there and stand there and wallow and all of that. You know what I mean? Like, so and yes, life happens, it can knock the wind out of us. We understand that, Um, but the thing is to always. And I mean always, like she said, that that anchor in your soul, that's it. That's that man, you could drop the mic, okay? If I if I knew that it wouldn't mess this uh show up right now, I would. Okay, to prove my point. Anchor in your soul. You gotta be anchored in it. That is character. That is belief in yourself. Belief in yourself, confidence in yourself, not egotistical and not putting up this fakeness that you got it all together just to act. Let's just again, prove to others that you do when you don't. It's really having a character and really having a true confidence, being really authentic with what you believe about you and the real you. Not the one that you want to put on social media that you live in your best life. And you probably can't even define it. You know, when I ask my clients about that, they can't never, ever, ever, never, ever, not in a little bit, tell me what their best life is. And so you out here quoting this this quote, and you don't even know what it is. To me, that's part of knowing who you are and that you are enough and that you can have whatever it is you have. And I'm starting to preach, and I'm trying not to. So, <clears throat> Yeah. I guess I want to wrap this on up. Um, So a couple of things, like some tips that um, we want to get to to, you know, like just sum up what we've said. Um, The first thing is foundation. Foundation, having a, a, a rock solid, firm, concrete foundation in your home. And like she said, foundation, Christy said foundation in your soul. I wrote down, um, build on your strengths, the things that you know, you do well, the things that you know, you do better than someone else, you know, build on those work on your weaknesses. So don't, don't concentrate, um, negatively about your flaws or what you consider your flaws, but work on your weaknesses That's why you have other people. We're not on an island, so you will need help. So just build and work on your weaknesses. Build on your strengths. Become a master at what you are good at. And then the other thing that she mentioned that I do agree with is character. Your whole life, you should be evolving. So again, to be dependable, a good friend, and all of those positive things in life. Just being a, a decent, kind human being. Okay. And then last but definitely not least is believing in yourself, having your self confidence, which in turn is self respect, self love and knowing how to care for you. Okay. You are enough and you deserve what what matters to you should matter. You need to also set boundaries, you know, that you you know is and we do we might have to do a whole nother it's just
1: a lot.
0: Yeah, this is just the
1: intro. <clears throat> yeah, so It's a lot to think about. You
0: know? Yeah,
1: but yeah, guys, that's when I wrap that up with the concept of I am enough, and I think that we, you know, set the foundation on is at least get the discussion going. Think about it, you know, in your quiet time. If you don't feel like you are enough, why? And where did it start? And go back to, you know, kindergarten. Go back to your first memory. Right. Go back to that first experience where, you know, maybe you was embarrassed or something in school or or in sports or a lack of sports. Like, you got to go there and you got to pinpoint it and you got to work that out. So just start there. Start there. So thank you so much for joining us today with your hosts, Christy and Melissa on Two Sisters Podcast. We will see you next time, guys. Bye.
0: Thank you for listening to the Two Sisters Podcast, where we hope to encourage you on your journey of transformation and healing while having fun along the way. Follow us on IG and Twitter. Be sure to like, subscribe, and share it with your friends and family. It's available on all major podcast providers. Just search for Two Sisters Podcast. Till next time.